Welcome to the Christmas edition of the Slightly Crap Film Podcast with Ed Southall and Hal Roberts bringing you Christmas cheer and slightly crap crap films. So pour yourself some eggnog, get yourself a mince pie and wipe those crumbs of Christmas cake out of your beard. It's time to relax and enjoy the show. Special guests today include Rudolph, Blitzen, Donna, and the other ones. David, Gregory, Louise, Wilma. Hey! Oh. Hey, up Ed, how are you doing? I'm jingle jangle jolly. How's that? I did- that is great. I mean, I didn't realise we were dressing up. Look at you, you're an elf. You're an elf on a shelf. Uh, excuse me, this is Vivian Westwood. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> it's Clint Eastwood, mate. Does you're she absolute... make men's clothes? I've no idea. <laughs> hey, it's the... Merry Christmas, everyone. Wow. Oh, it's the Christmas uh, special. Can I just point out how literally just raised a massive jar full of coins shook them and pointed at me as if to say I've got money and you haven't it's my tips these are my tips from when I've been doing my online special films (laughs) your zoom yo-yos yeah (laughs) I don't even know what that is what the dog (laughs) I don't even know what that is oh yeah what the dog don't you remember uh, yeah. those yo-yo? Didn't you have one of those? Oh, you're old. You didn't I'm have like old, the, mate. Didn't, you didn't have like the Coca-Cola one and the Sprite one and stuff. What remember? yo-yos? Yeah, yeah. There was a whole thing where you had to send off. You had to save your um, your ring pulls off your cans and send them off and get all the different types of yo-yo: Sprite, Fanta, Sprite. No, totally missed all that, mate. I I ate a lot of hula hoops though in eighties. I ate a lot of hula hoops. And if you saved up uh, 10 bags, you got a free top 40 single. And I sent off and I got Phil Collins against all odds because of my hula hoops. I felt felt like that was a joke because you said against all odds at the end. No. It's like a double, no. No, I I haven't had time to think about that. Which one's against all odds again? It's a ballad from a film. Sing it to me. You coming back to me is against the odds. Surely it's against all odds because that's the title of the song. Well, I don't, I don't know. He says that only in the last bit. Are you Philip. joking? No, and it lasts. You know it very Philip. well. You need to go and listen to it again. Philip Collins. Philip Collins mm. of this parish. He's reform- We've talked about this before. Where he's reforming. That I don't think they did reform though because of lockdowns. Is that what's happened? I mean, they're all vulnerable adult age, aren't they? They are. Pretty- I'm a vulnerable adult. You are, and all. Oh, I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm in front of you I'm in not vaccine queue. I'm in. I'm in front of you in vaccine queue. Too right, you. Are. I'll be pushing you out. <laughs> the, well, never mind. So you're full. Of, you're full of Christmas cheer. What's up with you? Jingle bell. I'm. I'm my mind's <laughs> occupied. I've got my wife's fortieth on Friday. Oh. Is it? Yeah. Oh God. What Friday. Have what have you planned? Well, we were going to take her on a pony ride, but I can't do that now. Can you not? No, because ponies have got COVID. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you doing? Well, I thought you might be able to help me. Okay. Um, I'm just going to hand it all over to you. Okay, Um, no, that's fine. And then I'm going to take full credit for it. Is that all right? I can deal deal with that. I feel like we've known each other long enough that I can just dump all this on you and walk away. Yeah, that's fine. It's a bit of pressure on you, that, isn't it? 
Well, it's a lot of pressure. Cause, like, normally, I, I mean, I would have done something big, mm. right? I'd have hated planning it, and I think she'd have probably hated it anyway. But I'd have done it, because that's what you do. Yeah. Um, but I can't do it. So, oh, no. so I can tell you what I have done, because she won't listen to this. She doesn't listen to this at the moment. Because she, she just she doesn't like listening to your voice. She's got she's got tired of it, hasn't she? Well, she used to think it's funny, and she's like, Hal just says the same joke every week. I can't be. He doesn't. She's a right liar. <laughs> you old ass. Have you written that in a card? Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, you're a right liar. <laughs> so... I have organised, as best I can, something half-decent for somebody's 40th. Yeah. So I've lined up all the Bezzy mates from over over two years for Zoom drop-ins. Oh, yeah. Um, And it's all the sorts of people that, you know, you you like their photos on Facebook and stuff, but you you struggle to make... You know, you just... You grow a bit apart and you you talk about them a lot, but you never sit down and have a big chinwag anymore. So I've set all that up with loads of different people. Um, and I've bought a presence from... It's a bit like, this is your life, this is your life. Yeah. I've bought a presence from different points in our lives. Oh, lovely. Um, that meant a lot to her. Well, I hope they meant a lot to her. Otherwise, I'm a bit stuffed, really. Yeah, I'm going to give you a ring on Saturday and see how it went. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I've just forced the issue that this has to broadcast now after Friday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. in case she does listen to it um, but hopefully it'll be good uh, yeah. you know I've tried my best it's hard to do stuff at the moment I mean you've, you've, you've had your 50th recently I did it? yeah that were crap wasn't it it were brilliant Matt. <laughs> everyone got it uh, everyone got it pitch perfect good and I'm anyone glad. who doesn't do it right now in the wake of that they're, they're probably just some sort of loser so hopefully it'll go well for you, Ed. Thanks, man. <laughs> That's the sound of silence there, everyone. <laughs> no, it'll be brilliant, mate. You put right. some thought into it. It's yeah. gonna be great. Using it's hard, isn't it, as well? Having your birthday near Christmas. Hey, my, oh. sis- my sister's birthday's on Christmas Eve. Oh no! What a blow! Poor lass, flipping eh? And she and my wife both have a a particular hatred for birthday presents that come in Christmas wrapping. Oh right, hang on, give me a minute. (laughs) Like, just distinguish, will you? It's not that much effort. (laughs) But it is. Yeah, that's that. I mean, I used to feel sorry for other kids in school who had their their. you know their birthdays around Christmas holidays. Yeah. It was a disaster, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyone want to come to my party? <sighs> no. Uh, no. No. And and also just just you don't. You, I'm sure you didn't get as good presents. No, because you know, they were like, were well, kid. we've already spent like this much. Yeah. On you getting it for Christmas and your birthday? Just, what? Albert, chuck in a chocolate bar with you for a birthday. <laughs> Make it look like we've thought about it. That's not what you're doing, is it, for Kate? He's chucking in a chocolate bar. Mm, two chocolate bars. <laughs> but you, I mean, a it twix, is bad, isn't it? A Twix it counts bad, as two, it? doesn't it? Twix counts as two. It does, yeah. <laughs> two fingers. Stop she, it. Stop it. A, we always get down that route. <laughs> it's a bad time. It's a bad time to have a birthday discuss. I mean, my birthday's in September. When's your birthday, Ed? July. Ah, right. 
and so mine's, per- mine's perfect for middle, yeah, it is. Uh, in terms of distance from Christmas. It couldn't have done much better. But it's a bit crap for a school year having a, a July birthday, isn't it? Yeah. Although I was the first in my year group to pass my driving test. Figure that out. No, I can't figure that out. Don't open that weird. can of worms. We haven't got time. It's the Christmas special. We can't. I've got time to flip and talk about driving. Christmas driving in lockdown. <laughs> that could be our podcast. So you've been, have you oh, just oh, been? Oh, 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 that reminds me. I had to do a driver's awareness course. When? Like last a week before last. <laughs> oh, did you? How have you not mentioned that yet? I know. I forgot. So because it meant that much to me. It's my second one I've ever done. This is this is how bad it is, right? And I'm going to take a risk and hope Kate doesn't listen to this. I'm a really good driver on the whole. Yeah. Compared, compared, compared to, I can't even say it. I'm going to compared to Kate. <gasps> you said it. Um, <laughs> and yet, I've had to do two awareness courses, and she's done none. So yeah. maybe the evidence is pointing in the other direction. However, the first one I went on was obviously more than three years ago because you're not allowed to do them back to back because that's just negligence or whatever. Well, it depends what you get done for because I've done two in a relatively close space of time. One was speeding, the other was care and attention. Oh, so you can if there are different reasons. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, mine were both speeding, but but that makes me sound terrible, but you can only go on them if you've gone like four miles over the speed limit or something, which I had done both times. Um, Anyway, so the point of this story is that I had to do it in lockdown. I had to do lockdown driver's awareness course. And that means that you go on a Zoom. Oh, no. A Zoom Zoom. um, And sit on it for two and a half hours. Oh, my. Were you allowed to just not put your video on? No, you had to put your video on. And stand there. And they did their best to try and ask you direct questions to make sure you were paying attention. But what was dead funny is it's obviously a right mixed bag of people who are in there. And it's all human race, mate. It's all, it's all human, human race. race. Exactly. So you had, like, Cuthbert, who really shouldn't have been caught in his roles, but did. Yeah. Um, and you've got some, like, proper salt-of-the-earth people in there. And there was a guy who must have been, like, 70-odd. Mm. And he can't do Zoom. He can't do technology, <laughs> let alone a driver's awareness course on Zoom. <laughs> and the, guy's, <laughs> the guy who's running it is like, Bernard, Bernard, what do you think for this? Bernard and Bernard's go, Bernard's like talking to his wife in the other room going where's that voice where is he where, where do I talk into uh, is he there is he there <laughs> <laughs> because I can't hear you yeah. I can't, what are you asking me <laughs> and this guy with like it. all the patience in the world is going Bernard you have to get involved sweetheart I just need you to answer this question <laughs> right but what? it's not working for me <laughs> I'm just like there you go and then oh, they take a break it. and there's that classic Zoom thing that that most of us don't have but I'm also in like I'm in a maths association which has got a lot of older people in as well and they all do it no, I'm not stereotyping but they all do yeah, it yeah. which is where you go right there's a break turn your cameras off turn your mics off and we'll see you in 15 minutes and the oldies don't do either of those things <laughs> And they'll get up and they'll be talking about the meeting and go, well, you know, it's a bit of a waste of time. But I'm just, you know, I'm, I can't believe Greg's in there. He's been a right nightmare this week and he's got the audacity to show his face. And I'm, I will have a cup of tea, though, love. Yeah, it's good. Not as good as your mince pies from last night. And everybody in the meeting's just there going, we can hear you. Yeah. We can hear you. We can hear you. And Greg's, like, crying. Yeah. Um, so it was that again in this driver's one it was a very odd experience he tried to play videos through it and you couldn't hear the audio oh, um, 
we had to start 40 minutes late because the oldies couldn't get on the Tinterweb. Um, just that, just really bizarre. Bad. Yeah, I, do you know what? I thought I'd been flashed, you know, by a speed camera the other day. Well, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I've been expecting um, a fine. I, th- I, was, I was literally two or three miles an hour over. So I don't know if it's just been ignored. I, I've not checked the post today. <laughs> um, but, Surprise! Um, yeah, but... Um, yeah, I was starting to wonder what what is it? How have they been doing it? So you've answered my question there. That's how it's been done. You'd put it. You'd put it in a Christmas card, wouldn't you? At this time, you yeah. Caught. Merry Christmas from the Department <laughs> for Transport. We've been getting ready for Christmas, mate. We've been we've managed oh, to get oh, oh. we managed to get the cats away from the tree. Chill for me, and then and then uh, I've got some new baubles. Um, in the, well the I don't know if you saw them. I put on them on Twitter. They're in the shapes of characters from Jaws, including the shark with a, a Santa hat on. Oh, <laughs> wow! They are amazing. Is there no end to your Jawsiness? No, they are. They you know, are you know when people feature on those weird TV shows and they're like, just to let you know, this person really likes Hello Kitty, and you go in and the plates, the knives, the forks, the windows, Everything. the doors, yeah. the carpets, yeah. the rugs, it's Everything. all Hello Kitty. And they've had plastic surgery to look like Hello Kitty. Is that a thing? Has that actually happened? What uh, you've just described? Maybe. I've not had plastic surgery to look like a shark. Not yet. Yet. No. Yeah. It's going to happen. Time. So that was exciting when baubles arrived. And I don't know about you, but we've I can't see any Christmas decorations in your house from where you're sitting. But we've um I got loads. Uh, they're just they're there. Are they over there? We've uh, we've got loads of lights and every time we go shopping we buy more. <laughs> It's like an ELO concert. <laughs> and when, when you go to bed, it takes you sort of have to set off early to bed to switch all the lights off. <laughs> I didn't have the disaster I had last... Do you remember last year when we did our Christmas podcast? I was talking about buying a tree that I was assured was nine foot but was actually more like 12. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I had to spend the afternoon sawing the bottom off a tree in the garden. Yeah. Well, we haven't, we haven't managed to do anything quite so bad this year. Um but the house is a right state because the utility room is supposed to be done and dusted now. And we found a rusty pipe. Well, you need to pay them on time. <laughs> I need to that's pay, that's, that's the problem, learning. isn't it? Yes. That's what you're learning. Pay I'll tell you, the other classic, mate, the other classic was going to Asda. I've, I, this year, I, I said I wanted um, a little... We've got, we've got like a porch on the front of our house. I said I'd like a white tree. I've always wanted a tree that with that imitation snow on it. So I went to Asda... And for 15 quid, you could get one. It was a, a four-footer, 15 knicker. So I got one, 
and I brought it home and I was dead excited. The picture on the front, it just looked like <laughs> something off, off you know, a, one of those old-fashioned crisp, proper lovely Victorian yeah, Christmas yeah. card. You know, I thought, this is the tree for us, for our porch. Oh, my God, mate. I opened it. <laughs> Flipping it. It looked... It just looked like... <laughs> Oh, it looked like the cuttings off bush in back garden <laughs> that someone had put some flipping Wilco's own paint on in clumps. And, and it, it, just, it just was crushed in this box. And I got it out. And, as I, and you know you have to... Artificial trees, you have to, like, bend all the branches into place. I yeah. bent a branch and all snow fell off. <laughs> it was they, it was like they'd got a load of artificial crap artificial trees, sprayed them with this substance that just fell off when you got it out. I can't believe that's the quality when you paid a whopping 20 quid for it. Asda. No, there's an ending. So I was like <laughs> normally I'm someone who'll just go oh, fuck it. You know, it, you might have to bleep that, but you know, just I won't oh, forget forget <laughs> it. It's fine. But I was like, this isn't on because look at the picture and look at the product. So took it back, went in, and it's a pain in it taking stuff back. You know, yeah. it's like you've already been on that journey to buy it. Yeah. So then I'm there, customer services, show it. I said. I said, look, and she was dead nice. They're always dead nice. This lady, she was dead nice. She went, oh, what, what, what's up with the tree? And I went, have a look at the picture and then have a look at the tree. Was it a bit like falling down when he's opening his hamburger in the restaurant? Yes. Can anybody tell me what's wrong with this picture? Anybody? Anybody at all? Yeah, it was exactly <laughs> that. And, and she was like, you're dead right. And she just gave me a <laughs> refund straight away. <laughs> She was flying the flag for customer services, but not necessarily for Asda artificial uh, no. trees. I've got a Christmas tree story for you. You ready? So this is a, this is me being charitable, right? I went to to our little village shop, and there's a lovely lady on Saturdays who sells the big issue outside, right? And last week, I was on my way to a charity shop to get rid of a load of books to make way for new books that are mm. coming on Christmas Day. And I said to her, I, I, I said to her, look, I've got a ton of books in my boot. I don't know if you want any before I go to the charity shop. Do you, do you want to just have a look and see if you want anything? She was like, I absolutely do. I've got three children. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So slightly dodgy, I had to kind of lead her to the boot of my car. And, and then she kind of ha- cherry-picked the books that she wanted, which was yeah. fine. You know, they were going to charity shop. I'd rather they actually went this to someone. This your erotic fiction. <laughs> yes, these will be good for your children. <laughs> and she took a, she took two big carrier bags full, oh. and, I, and I felt good for it. You um, should. And then she said, "But she said, I don't suppose. <laughs> I don't suppose I can have a Christmas tree." And I was like, "Well, I've got a Christmas tree. <laughs> I've just got books in the boot." She went, but I haven't got oh. a Christmas tree and I've got three kids. And I was like, oh my God, oh, my heart's no. breaking. I said, right, I'm going to come back. I'll come back next Saturday and I'll get you a Christmas tree. Get you a Christmas tree. So that was, that Saturday has, has just gone. So that, so Saturday I was like, right, Kate, I'm going to have to get a Christmas tree and, and we're going to give a Christmas tree to, to this lady because she needs one for her kids and it's the right thing to do. She's like, brilliant. Yeah. 
And I rang my friends who know this lady better than I do. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we, we give her stuff every Christmas as well. We've got a, we've got a load of presents. So we teamed up and we got her a Christmas tree and we got her some presents and we gave it all to her. And off she got on the bus and, and went home. And I was like, oh, I feel really good for that. And, and if you're listening to this, do give, you know, do give, 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 yeah. give, give, give. It's charitable season. People have terrible Christmases. Yeah. You know, we're very privileged. Um, anyway, so I'm walking back to, to this my friend's house and she's talking to me about that lady. <laughs> she said, she said, yeah, but there's a couple of things that are a bit off, but, um, you know, it's best not to ask. I said, oh, what do you mean? She said, well, she, she was a bit stuck one day, so I rang the big issue um, to see if they could help her. And... Where we where we live, for context, is is I mean, how far is it from Manchester? Like fifty minutes drive. Yeah. She, An this, hour. this lady lives. Yeah. This lady lives in Manchester, right? Right. And so, so my friend's on the phone to the big issue, and she says, "Look, she's posted in this little village by where we live, um, but she lives in Manchester." And the big issue went, "There's no way on earth we would yeah. post someone that far yeah. from Man- from Manchester." Can you give me the, the 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 badge number that she uses? And she just oh. went no and put the phone down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so what's the story? She's like, I don't know. I don't want to ask. I don't want to know. I know that she's in need and we're helping yeah. her, and that's enough. But now I've got like this big mystery, mystery in my head. I want to make a movie about it. I want yeah. to solve the mystery. I want it to be yeah. a happy ending, but it might not be so... I don't know. Well, you know, there's a story. You know my mate... Christmas predicament. My mate, Debs, she knows someone who, every day, this woman, a mate, would walk past this homeless man and chuck money in his... get him a brew and do all that. He was only a young man, mm. um, and he was homeless, and then she got chatted to him. They're married now. What? Yeah, they're married. Wow. Yeah. It's a great story. I've not done it any justice in no, what I've just No, I was going to say, I feel like the impact of that has been yeah, substantially reduced by she just married him. chopping and And he's, it was, he just basically had a, a terrible story. Yeah. And it was charity that brought them together, which is brilliant. Mm. And, and there is a book, and I will endeavour to find out for a catch-up in the new year what the name of the book is. But I, it's just something that... Um, <laughs> Yeah, my mate told me about, and I thought it was it was lovely. But that that whole thing, everyone, uh, there's a good. Even though we've been in a really difficult time, you know, this year, 2020, I think we're all agreed has been shite. Um, we can we can actually look at good things as well. And mm. one of the good things is is people's spirit. I mean, that story you've just told, I think it's a, I think it's a lovely story in many ways. It's got a nice little twisty <laughs> mystery going on, um, but it's it's a lovely story. And my my uh, our mate Kim, she's uh, she knits right she knits woolly hats she's a teacher she knits woolly hats and she started just you know selling them to friends and stuff like that just to get some extra money in. and and um and uh, but for every one that she makes and sells she makes another one and gifts it to a homeless person nice 
Now, this Christmas, I mean, I put it out on Twitter because we bought loads of them for friends because they're proper nice quality hats she's making and hats and snoods and scarves and stuff. Um, I've asked her to, to make me a bodysuit, which is uh, the, one, the thing I'm wearing now, a woolen body. It's itching like buggery, to Good be Lord. honest. But I know, it's... it's, it's uh, anyway, she's, uh, she's done that. So for every outfit, she's doing that. But I just think there's some lovely examples and, and you don't have to look very far on Twitter for for the schools that have uh, a feed Feeding their children over oh, the holidays God, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, but oh, don't get me started. I've gone off on a I'm, no, but in I think it's head. important. I think people, you know, I think I don't think there's a single person out there who doesn't want to give. It's yeah. just that we all forget to do it, or or the opportunity just it, it doesn't present itself as easily as we want to. But mm-hmm. it just it, you got to do it. You just got to do it if you can. Yeah, it's it's, it's a good thing, and and I think that's a good setup for our uh, episode today because we're looking at Christmas, aren't we? Christmas and, time. Yeah, Chris, Chris. I hope you're gonna have, edit in some decent jingles it's into all this. My son's doing the. Um, what's this new fad where you're not allowed to listen to a Wham song? Whamageddon. Whamageddon. He's doing Whamageddon. Right. He's twelve. My son. Yeah. And. We said to him, why don't you just play it to all your WhatsApp mates and then, then they're all eliminated. And he's like, no, that's awful, mum and dad. Why would I do that? And then mm. someone did it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not and joking. I'm not joking. He was distraught. He was absolutely <laughs> distraught. Like he'd lost the Olympics. <laughs> and I was like, oh, are you kidding? And then he came back to me a day later and he went, dad, it's all right. I'm still in. I'm still in. I said, why? <laughs> and he said, because my friend, when he played it down the phone, it had the bass enhanced so like it's not the original and the rules clearly stipulate that it has to be the original with no alterations so I'm still in and I just looked at him I was like young young people are weird (laughs) aren't they (laughs) they are proper weird I just, I'm going to get it on record so that next year I can just play it in like November and go, right, that's done. Let's move on. Can I can I just tell you about a film that we watched just very quickly the other night? Cause, I suppose uh, that's what again, the podcast's it, about. So, yeah. It ties up a loop from a few episodes ago. We got into a tiz talking about Steve Martin and I'd said that one of my favourite Steve Martin films is Planes, Trains and Automobiles and we actually watched it the other night. The great thing about well, one good thing about lockdown Christmas or this this situation we're in at the moment is that actually we're just in doing stuff and I'm in the habit now of putting a film on and giving it 90% attention if I if I know the film, for example, doing the ironing and stuff. Mm. Um, but I put Planes, Trains and Automobiles on, so Maria's wrapping presents, and I'm watching Planes, Trains and Automobiles, and she's watching it as well, and then asking me what bits she's missed and stuff as she's been concentrating on other things. And it's just a brilliant film, and I just wanted to give it a shout-out, because actually it's got a real Christmas edge to it, and that ties back in as well to what we were talking about last time with films that aren't quite Christmas films but we relate them to Christmas I got a bit teary about the railway children (laughs) daddy my daddy that's the end of the railway children well spoiler alert yeah play trains and automobiles though hey Neil (laughs) I've never seen a guy picked up by his balls before (laughs) it's on a different spectrum really to the railway children first baby she had (laughs) came out sideways (laughs) 
just great, you know? And if you just need 90 minutes of joy, you could just watch that film. You certainly could. One of his best. One of his best. <laughs> so are we going to... Oh, uh, let's do our new feature, Al. Go on. <gasps> our new feature. We Go on, play, play, the, play the tagline now. Play the jingle. Have we got a jingle? <laughs> great performances in craft films. Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant, that jingle you've now had to invent. <laughs> oh, thanks, Al. Great actors in bad films. Great actors in bad oh, films. Thank you for that. that yeah, cheers. Inspired. I know. I'll re-record it later <laughs> with a bit more, you know, professionalism. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, so great actors in bad films. Christmas special. So yeah. it's a Christmas movie. Hang on. Are we going to choose who's better? Have you got one? Or am I just going to do this on my own? Yeah, you're going to do this I'm going to do this and he's going to be thinking of one while I say Oh, no, I've got one. I've got one. Home Alone 2. Yeah. Oh, I know who it's going to be. It's not going to be Donald Trump. No, I know it's going to be. Brenda Fricker. Oh. Who, who did you think it was going to be? Tim Curry. No. Oh, go on then. No. Brenda Fricker. Brenda Fricker. Oh, why? Well, Tim Curry. Yeah, he's mint. He is good in a lot of stuff, isn't he? <laughs> he is, yeah. Go on, sorry. No, you Carry s- on. Did you say ticker or f- fricker then? Fricker. Yeah, I said fricker. I thought you were saying yeah. ticker. Brenda Fricker yeah. is the, the pigeon lady in that movie. Mm-hmm. She puts in a great performance in a stupid, stupid film. Yeah, and I, she, I, she, I she won an Academy Award for My Left Foot. Mm-hmm. So she's of a decent pedigree. Yeah, and similar to the last, I mean, this will be a theme all the way through these. Just pulls it out of the bag. Like it's she. She brings in all these kind of sentimental moments. She's got that. She's got that brilliant scene in the park where she talks about why she's alone and stuff. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my god, where did that come from? I wasn't always like this, you know. Oh, what were you like before? I had a job. I had a home. I had a family. Did you have any kids? No. Oh, I wanted them. But the man I loved fell out of love with me. That broke my heart. And whenever the chance to be loved came along again, I ran away from it. Um, so, Soddy Tim Curry, I'm not, I'm not having him. I mean, he is funny in everything yeah. he does, but I wouldn't... No, no, no. So I guess someone can chip in. If people want to chip in and argue the toss, right, about Home Alone 2... First of all, is it good? I think we can all agree it's not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But if you think there are any standout performances that were genuinely quite breathtakingly good, are we going to go with Academy Award winner um, Brenda Fricker as Pigeon Lady? (laughs) Or are we going to go with... Well, I I think you're probably right. (laughs) I'm not not denying anything. slapstick... (laughs) <laughs> kind of ridiculous always plays yeah. the same role role in this film um, tweet us at crap film podcast or facebook at crap film podcast with the words ed is right it's brenda fricker no, i think i think that's a long hashtag but um 
<laughs> I, I think we could. I agree with you, and I, I've got one for you. You just said you didn't agree. Oh. Oh, no, I do agree now. You've right, convinced cool. me. Okay, no, I don't It's because I said Academy it. Award winner, didn't it? That's yeah. Some I would like credence. to voice this one. Uh, I, I think a great actor in a very slightly crap film, um, I would say, is Tom Hanks in The Polar Express. And I will just sit you- back now <laughs> and let you talk <laughs> eloquently... <laughs> About how your love for the film, the Christmas film, The Polar Express. Off, off you go. Off you go, mate. Slightly quiet crap films. Polar Express, go. First of all, Tom Hanks can f*** that f***. <laughs> no, right, don't read. Right, that's enough. <laughs> That's enough because I've never seen you so. Um, is it passionate? I don't know. I'm going to have to get the bleeps out for this one. Yeah. What's wrong with that film, Ad? What's right about that film? Let's start with the basics. It okay. uses a creepy, weird, new at the time motion capture face capturing technology that makes everything look like a horror film. Mm hmm. Second thing, explain the plot to me, Hal. Well, I, I, yeah, on Christmas <laughs> Eve, a young boy embarks on a adventure to the North Pole <laughs> while learning about friendship, brain. So he it's takes hard drugs and he's hallucinating. Of Christmas, no, no, mate. no, no, it's not. It's so terrifying. I don't I, understand it. He's they're on a train. He's after a ticket. That's the whole plot. That he's risking his life and everyone else's lives for a ticket. There's a creepy f-ing man on the top of the train who lights fires and just sits there laughing at everybody. And then he he vaporizes. How is that kid friendly? A man vaporizes. There's f-ing elves doing creepy Joe Pesci voices. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I Look, didn't it's, uh, do it's it. It's almost Christmas, huh? We'll cut the kid a break. But you put him on a check twice list for next year. They take all the Christmas songs and slow them down to like horror movie level paces and deep voices. Tom Hanks is f-ing everywhere. Everything is Tom Hanks. It's like a Tom Hanks show. No, I hate this fuck. It's got... There's a man in it who's in a hot air balloon that looks like a giant fucking testicle. It's a kid's movie with a giant bollock in it. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you making children watch Joe Pesci and the giant testicle? That's that's what it should be called. So, just to sum up, you you quite like it, but it's it, it disappointed on some levels. Yeah, I mean... If, have you watched it? Have you watched it? You watched it with your kids then? I did watch it with my kids, and my son had seen it before I had, and he turned yeah. to me after I was already completely freaked out by the just God. Uh, and he just, <laughs> I can't even speak. And he just went, <laughs> It gets a bit weird now, Dad. <laughs> it gets a bit weird now, Dad. What? There's an ice skating train in it. You didn't like it. 
It's a, it's a say right. That's enough. I, I tell you what. If ever there's been an argument for filming these podcasts, the last ten minutes, sorry, the last two minutes has been a really good reason why we should do it. Because I've never seen Ed standing up and running around his room with his headphones on like that, going completely spare, as we used to say. He's gone spare. Why? It's just it's topped. Why? Because someone mentioned. The Polar Express. And then the him. credits, which are like cold credits, because mm. it's a horror film, that's what you do. You put cold yeah. credits on. It just says, starring Tom Hanks. Then he fades out. Mm. Tom Hanks again. Then it fades out. Tom yeah. Hanks again. <laughs> then it fades out. Tom it Hanks is a again. lot of him. I never tire of Tom Hanks. Uh, my memory of this film, because I've not watched it for a long time, I think I watched it when it came out. 2004 or something when um, our lad was well I probably watched it a couple of years later when our lad was a little and and I thought it was a bit Dark. I thought even the even the sort of settings seemed a bit dark. It's it's over ten years since I've watched this film easily, so um, I have no real recollection of it now. But other than I thought it was Tom Waits on top of the rail car, it was that bizarre. It was like the the bizarreness of Tom Waits' um, kind of theatricality. In a kids' film, right. it didn't didn't seem to sit right. And there was another film, wasn't there, with Jim Carrey in? Was that a similar time? Uh, I haven't seen right. the other one because it's described as a dark Christmas fantasy yeah. film, and it uses the same creepy technology. I, th- I can't think of any other films that use that technology. Obviously, it was burnt by priests or something <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Beowulf was yeah. the one that used Oh, right, it. yeah. Because that was weird, wasn't it? That was kind of an odd... Oh, God. They got it right when they did that film 300, I think. That seemed more comic booky. and... Am I right with that? Was that yeah, a similar kind yeah, of yeah. thing? So those are the three films, and they're all by uh, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, who's... You know, wow. I mean, he's amazing. He's done some brilliant films. I mean, he's also done these three he's, films. Oh, what he did? <laughs> did he? Oh my god! Yeah, so he obviously had a bit of a phase, didn't he? I, I haven't got over it. I can't, mate. I can't I'm, I'm clear that you haven't got so, over it. Yeah, it hurts. Is it time to revisit your tired catalogue of Christmas music? Feeling a little tired of Keith Sweat's "A Christmas of Love" on repeat? Time to get yourself a new one, with Now That's What I Call Someone Else's Kids Christmas Concert 6. Try and tap your feet to the offbeat rhythms and less than subtle soloist key changes of Little Donkey, Silent Night, and a bit more of Little Donkey. Listen to someone else's child botch their lines without having to sit on the gym bench or chair made for a five-year-old. Or revel in the joy of a casually butchered brass rendition of Away in a Manger, feeling safe in the knowledge that you don't have to avoid eye contact with the other parents on your way out of the school gym. Nice. So I'm not not watching Christmas Carol ever because Mm. I'm already three years in still scarred from the Polar Express. Yeah. Don't let your kids watch it. If your kids tell you it's their favourite film, seek help. Get a psychiatrist for them. They're going to need it. If they start bringing home dead rabbits, you know, yeah, the signs were there. They were watching the Polar Express all the time. 
I've um, I've just <laughs> when I've been on IMDb, I found the film. I'm, I'm struggling to breathe. I need. Well, to what you down, need yeah. to do because you, you, what you need to watch is the Bipolar Express, <laughs> which is a film about the highs and lows of uh, that particular. I think I think it should have been called uh, Joe Pesci and the Giant Testicle. I think that was the working title. <laughs> if not, can we go make that film? Because that sounds absolutely mint. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell oh, you, uh, it's just brilliant, isn't it? I watched. Um, we watched. Oh, what, I'm supposed oh, to put yeah. the jingle in. We've already. That was that was the film I wanted to talk about. You just you just triggered me right before. <laughs> I did you my new review? <laughs> when, when everything when everything goes back to normal and you you get to see Ed, just shout Polar Express at him and watch him just freak out. You know, at one of his starts. conferences when he's on stage talking about maths, <laughs> and you just go Ed. Polar Express and just watch him have a total freak out I'll tell you what um, thinking back to last year I think you watched a film called Scrooged with Bill Murray and, and talked about it I've only just watched it again half, well I watched it properly because I've never seen it and I didn't watch it last year after, after you talked about it but uh, I watched it and you were right yeah. anyway so <laughs> a film I remembered fondly and rewatched, yeah. and was just like this is dark and not I think that was, funny. There was a bit of darkness, but it, again, it's that. I mean, the, the tale of Scrooge is dark, isn't it? You know, it is a dark tale. There's ghosts yeah, and death. Yeah, Muppet and, Christmas Carol's one of the best ever. Oh, it's just mint, isn't it? Yeah. It's just mint. So I'm gonna. I'm trying to move away as far as I can from the Polar Express. My favourite Christmas movies this Go year. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol is a really, really obvious one. Yeah. As is Elf, but I have to say, I'm getting a bit of Elf fatigue. I've only watched it once. Uh, it's it's a great film, but oh, it's exhausting when you've seen it like a million times. Yeah. Um, some that you may not have watched that I strongly recommend everybody watches. Uh, a Very Murray Christmas, uh-huh. which is the... Uh, this is a very Netflix-themed list, which was a Netflix special about three years ago. I absolutely love it. It's I, Oh, I love it so much. We watch it every year, and we really look forward to watching it. Right. Um, Noel, which is a Disney... Yeah. Christmas movie from about a year ago. I watched that for the first time last week, and it's so so funny. Uh, it's pitched just right. It's like it, it's you can get all the kids watching it and they'll enjoy it, but it's just really really funny for everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who's in that. Anna. Oh, Anna Kendrick. Sorry, is the surname I couldn't yeah. think of. Um, Klaus, which Ooh. is another Netflix. Christmas film it's animated and it's it got nominated for an Oscar it's absolutely oh yeah brilliant yeah um, I think that's my list Jingle Jangle is great it's 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 new this year and it's like a, it's a musical Christmas film it's very similar to like Hugo did you ever watch Hugo oh yeah yeah it yeah. feels very like Hugo yeah um but again it's just enchanting and just, just yeah. perfectly pitched um, and I just think I think Christmas films have come come good in the last couple of years I think I think in if you think of all the ones that we usually list yeah. they tend to be from the 80s or early 90s and when you watch them again if we're brutally honest most of them are a bit crap <laughs> um, A Christmas Story I, I mean that's not a big deal over here is it but in the States A Christmas Story is like the Christmas movie it's, yeah. it's it's a bit weird it's funny but it's a bit weird mm. have you seen A Christmas Story? no it's about a kid who wants a, a, a 
like a pellet gun for Christmas Day. Um, and it's it plays out a bit like the Wonder Years. It's got a voiceover from when he's older. Oh, right, doing, yeah. and it's funny, but it's very 80s. Um, and I just I don't quite get the charm of it the way that a lot of Americans do. Um, but things like Dudley Moore's Santa film that's oh that's weird if you watch that but we bought that last year and I was like that is weird <laughs> that is weird yeah what is yeah. that um, but I think the new ones the ones that have come out in the last two or three years they've really figured it out now that mm. you can make great Christmas movies that, that tug on the heartstrings a bit make you feel Christmassy and they're not overly I mean they're all going to be a bit cheesy but they're not overly yeah. cheesy they don't make you just roll your eyes all the way through um, yeah, I love them. I, lo- I love all those movies I just listed. No, there's, uh, and I think it's great in it because I mean you've got you've got three kids as well, and it's like it's brilliant in it. All getting around the telly, I imagine, and yeah. watching a good old Crimble film, particularly if it's one that's enjoyable for you as well. I mean, we've we've got our Tommy, and he's, he's year eleven, so he's not that fussed about. It. He, he watched Muppet Christmas Carol, though. Having said that, the other day with us, and he absolutely loves it. Flux. So. Um, it's 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 a it's a great film. I, I've not got an extensive list. Um, I've got films that I really love that have got a Christmas theme to them, um, and I'm afraid my horror credentials drip through. Uh, but I had a check on RottenTomatoes.com to see where these film that what their best Christmas film is, and it's one that I really love. And I've mentioned before, so I'm just going to mention it. So like a list, like you've just done. But I noticed this is on. Um, it's either Amazon Prime or Netflix. I can never remember. Um, rare exports Mm -hmm. a Christmas tale which I saw at the cinema with my good mate Chris and we both came out going that is the best Christmas film ever (laughs) it's proper it does it's all through the eyes of a a young boy Uh, and you've got the magic of Christmas and and, but it's got all that sort of the the Krampus mythology and stuff it's just just ace and another one I'm gonna I promise you I'll watch it this Christmas because I didn't it's it's, it's, it's 90 minutes and it's just great and I've got it ready downstairs what to watch and I'll end up watching it on my own but I'll, I'll watch it and I'll love it and another one called Saint which is um, uh, about it's, it's just you know it's Christmas Eve uh, I think it's set in um, Holland or somewhere and it's just this ghost on a, on horseback wreaking havoc on Christmas Eve the, the, and, and it's just great another great Christmas movie for me is um, Gremlins oh and brilliant and also, and, I, and this is the end of my list, Trading Places, where you've got Dan Ockroyd st- dressed as Santa, stealing from the buffet, and he puts a large salmon down his trousers. So if that's the <laughs> film for you... Well, it is the film for you. It's brilliant Trading Places. <laughs> I mean, really, what I've just given you is a list of films that I'm definitely going to watch before um, Christmas Eve, and it'd be great to hear from everyone else about, um, you know, what, what they, they... Yeah, they, especially if they're, they're not from the like typical top 10 list yeah yeah christmas carol and elf make so many lists yeah as as do do a number of other ones but if you've got a particular one that's appealing to you but maybe a little bit niche or a bit less heard of i Mm. don't know less popular i suppose i'd love to hear from you because i I am picking off christmas movies pretty much every night at the moment yeah Um, (laughs) and i could do a few new ones did we get any feedback as well from last episode? 
Right, I'm going to go quickly. We have uh, James at Awoke Knowing on Twitter. He suggests Gremlins, which is a brilliant sort of horror comedy mashup that's set on Christmas. That's that's a brilliant film. Um, Chaim Lodish suggests Better Off Dead, uh, which I think Hal's a bit of a fan of. I've never seen that, so maybe I'll have to put that one on. Uh, Lucy Macy, whose Twitter handle has an awfully lot large number of digits at the end of it so i'm not going to go through those uh she suggests the family stone which is uh, another movie that i've missed um but it looks like it's got a great cast so i think i'll i'll try and catch that one um the lovely beth suggests jack frost with michael keaton very creepy looking film um martin noon suggests national lampoon's christmas vacation ems courtney suggests love actually uh someone called fox at mrx15 suggests home alone which is uh, an interesting one i watched home alone 2 um a couple of days ago and my oh my it's a bit of a children's horror film with all the bricks in faces and stuff it's, it's hard not to win sell of those scenes and in fact um Jamie Wood uh, at YJB Jammy suggests Home Alone is sore for kids. <laughs> I, I mean, I tend to agree. Uh, Kelly Davy suggests Santa Claus the movie um, with John Lithgow. John Golden suggests that Santa Claus the movie was such a slightly quiet crap film that John Lithgow and Dudley Moore were so worried after their first screening of it that their careers would be over. And finally, uh, Mrs. Barbara N suggests Nativity, which she calls a safeguarding horror film. So thank you so much, everyone, for your contributions. Please do keep uh, in contact with us. Keep keep giving us suggestions for things on the podcast or just any general feedback. You can uh, tweet us at Crap Film Podcast or reach us on Facebook at Crap Film Podcast. Christmas, and after Christmas, you'll need leets in your garden, otherwise you might stumble. Come to me, Lee's Leets. Lee's Leets at Christmas. Have a bright and shiny time. Isn't it lovely when people feed back to us about it, stuff? It is. It's nice to know that we're loved. And it's nice to know it's listened to, otherwise this is just one big waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, though, because I just love doing it with you, mate. Honestly, no, you said it now. Merry, I know. Merry Christmas. Broken, yeah. There was two films. Do you know when we were talking earlier before you did the feedback? Mm. There was uh, two films that um, I wanted to quickly mention that that and and it's a very very tired debate on one of them, and the other one largely gets ignored. They're both Christmas movies in my book, and one of them is Die Hard, and that's the big discussion that people have about is it a Christmas film or not? Yeah. It's got, you know, if you listen to the beginning, it starts like that. You know, it's it's got jingle bells and everything. and But it's a, that's a great film, but we'll cover that some other time. And the other great film that's a Christmas movie that people forget about um, is one we talked about, actually, over, the, over lockdown at some point, uh, which is Lethal Weapon, which, again, starts with a, a famous old crooner Christmas classic, um, which I've temporarily forgotten sitting here. Is there a tick list to determine what a Christmas film is? And I don't on know. And that tick list is that it opens with some kind of Christmassy music. Well, maybe it is, yeah. And or oh, there's an appearance of a, a someone in a Santa Claus suit. Mm. You know, it, I think maybe it is. Um, 
and you know in Lethal Weapon there's Christmas decks up in in, in uh, D- Danny Glover's house and, and things like that and um, I mean with the American movies obviously you've got the other thing around fa- Thanksgiving as well um, but the other two th- the, the other thing about those films as well that you know maybe we could uh, think about for a few for the next episode is this idea of um both those films are buddy movies I'd say and it might not be so obvious in Die Hard because as a buddy movie it doesn't strictly adhere to the rules of buddy movies so it's not maybe it could be argued whether it's a Christmas movie or not or it could be argued whether it's a buddy movie or not but I don't know if you remember in Die Hard he has a very close kind of um, he's got an ally in the in the he's got two allies actually he's got the taxi driver and he's got the um, He's got the uh, the the copper who, who gives him a ticket. Oh, I don't know if I'm getting it mixed. I've not watched it for a while. It's been two Christmases since <laughs> I've watched it because I watched Dad at Christmas and. Uh, um, it's uh, the 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 copper as well who, who's sort of looking after him who, who seems to eat hot dogs and stuff like that and donuts all the time. But it's a it's a great movie. And um, but it, I think he's got what he's got in uh, Die Hard. What Bruce Willis, John McClane has in Die Hard. He's got those buddies. And of course, Lethal Weapon sort of redefined the template of a buddy movie in that um, uh, that you've got. Um, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover but they're both Christmas movies I suppose that's me that's my point and I wonder if there's last time we talked when we heard in the feedback there as well about films that appear at Christmas but aren't necessarily Christmas movies but we've got a lot of films there that um, are Christmas are Christmas films I think one more I'd forgotten as well Ed Bad Santa oh gosh yeah <laughs> fucking brilliant it's had a sequel mate. hasn't it that uh, yeah apparently it's, it's apparently it's really not very good but I've not got it's any it's a evidence. fine line to tread doing a film like that though isn't it it is I can, it's I a can risk. see how quickly it would descend into this is just awful yeah um, and I think that's what the second one might be yeah I don't remember much about the first one I remember it being quite funny Billy yeah. Bob Thornton yeah it is worth watching isn't it he is yeah he's done some great movies yeah, he's also done some really dodgy ones. But. Yeah, he's well, he's good for our <laughs> other feature. Hey, we've got loads of features now, haven't we? Yeah. So, um, what do you think? Have we covered our Christmas films, then, mate? Do you I think? think so. Uh, there's one more that I watched this Christmas mm. for the first time, which has got two titles. It's called "A Merry Friggin' Christmas in America," yeah, all right. um, and "A Merry Christmas Miracle in England." Right. Uh, I don't really want to speculate as to why they changed the name because I'll just descend into um, teenage my teenage <laughs> self but um, and it's got uh, Robin Williams in so this, I, I was surprised ah, that yeah. I didn't know anything about this movie because I like a lot of Robin Williams movies Yeah, um, and it's got uh, oh god I can't remember this guy's name the guy out of did you ever watch Community? no um Community is a brilliant comedy. It had like seven seasons. Um, Yeah, I've heard of it. I think his name's Joel McCall. All right. Joel McCall. Yeah, I'm going to say it's Joel McCall. Right. Um, Because it is. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny. It's good. It's it's like a road trip movie eventually about Mm. someone trying to get on with his dad and his dad's played by Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'm not sure I'd, I'd add it to the Christmas roster because it's just, a, it's not, doesn't make you feel Christmassy really. Yeah. Um, 
and it's supposed to be a comedy and it has got funny moments but it plays out more like a kind of drama in the end yeah um but it's not if you haven't seen it i think it's i think it's available i think it's free on prime um yeah i've seen it on there yeah worth watching essentially it's got robin williams in and he's great um in everything really um yeah and i think it i think it was the last was it the last film he was in before he died oh no um one of the last I'm just right. checking, I'm just checking his filmography now because I know yeah. it came out in 2014 and he died in 2014 yeah um, let's see so filmography 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 his last film was not this one no oh, I don't know then it was the, this one was two films before his last his last film was called Absolutely Anything where he voiced a dog <laughs> oh right oh, <laughs> and the, the, the two before that were Night at the Museum and this one Merry yeah. a Merry Friggin Christmas um, right. so it, it's kind of bittersweet watching him in some ways but it's it, you know it's got a great sound the, the reason I watched it actually was the soundtrack uh, the soundtrack's got a lot of Rufus Wainwright singing Christmas songs on it and I love oh, well. Rufus Wainwright <laughs> I love him. I'm going to do it. I'm watching a streamed Christmas concert by him and his sister on the 22nd of December. I'd rather, I'd rather trap my hand in a door. <gasps> oh, we were getting on Merry so well. Merry Christmas. We were getting on so well. I love Rufus <laughs> Wainwright. Rufus, if you're listening, I'm on side. I'll yeah. pick you over howl any day. Yeah. <laughs> I'd push him. I'd push him off a, off a bridge. Right, let's finish. <laughs> And his piano. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Is that us done? Is that us done? Have you fall? Don't fall out with me right before Christmas. That is pretty much just done, and you finished it. Listen, with I'm going to set the homework. I'm going to set the homework, Christmas fans. I'm setting the homework. The homework is this. I, I think I touched on buddy movies. So what we're going to want to know from you, if you can get in touch with us in the usual ways, and Ed will talk about that in a sec, get in touch with us and tell us about your buddy movies. And if you want to use Lethal Weapon and perhaps a little bit more tenuously Die Hard as, a, um, as, as, as templates to that, Lethal Weapon more so, what, th- those are great buddy movies. But remember the title of this show. It's it's the slightly crap ones we're interested in as well. So let us know what those are. That's your homework over Christmas. Other than that, have an absolute perler. Have a brilliant time and stay safe, eh, Ed? Yes, stay safe and do not drink too much and eat too much like I will mostly be doing. <laughs> Merry Christmas everyone Merry Christmas The Slightly Crap Film Podcast was brought to you by Ed Southall and me Howell Roberts Give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter, you'll find us at Crap Film Podcast. Give us a subscribe. Give us a follow. Give us a review. Just give us something. See you next time. <laughs>